Behold, I sent you out to testify and warn the people, and becometh every man who hath been warned to warn his neighbor. Therefore, tarry ye and labor diligently, that you may be perfected in your ministry to go forth to the Gentiles for the last time, as many as the mouth of the Lord shall name, to bind up the law and seal up the testimony and prepare the saints for the hour of judgment which is to come. Doctrine and Covenants 88, 81, and 84. This is the Oakland, San Francisco Clarion Call. Welcome, everyone, to our P-Day podcast. I'm Elder Christofferson. And I'm Elder Pugh. We are missionaries serving here in the Oakland, San Francisco Mission. You may wonder why both our names are Elder. Now, that's a common question that we get. And to put it simply, Elder is a title that we are given as ordained missionaries for the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. We are missionaries, and today we'll be taking a more in-depth look at us. We're going to introduce ourselves to you, our listeners, and provide you with a little bit more background. It's a stormy Monday with these clouds caped across the sky. There's a nip in the air, and our hearts are full of cheer because of an exciting general conference yesterday and Saturday where the prophet and apostles gave us some wonderful hope-filled talks. And talk about perfect timing. I mean, with this corona pandemic and where everybody's stuck inside, everybody just has a time to sit down, breathe, relax, and just listen to some inspiring words and some inspiring stories. Yeah, there was a lot of hope in that general conference talks, in the general conference talks they gave. They treated the coronavirus as more of a blip in like God's plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they, they, they showed a, a great example of faith uh, for all the members of the church and for the people of the world. Uh, knowing that God, you know, God is greater than all these things. And, and he's above all these things. And we can just trust in him. And if we have faith in him, then he'll get us through whatever trials we face. Very well said. And for this episode as well, um, since we will be talking mainly about ourselves, um, we'll just be kind of introducing ourselves uh, formally, because I noticed that last time we just kind of dove right into the restoration. We didn't really talk too much about ourselves, except you kind of gave a little bit about yourself. So um, if you would like, you can go ahead and start off by just telling us like uh, where you're from, or what career that you're thinking of going into after your mission, and some of your hobbies that you find very interesting. Sure, yeah, I'd love to do that. So I'm, I came out on my mission from a place called Columbia, Missouri. It's where the University of Missouri is, or Mizzou University, if anyone knows where that is or what that is. Um, but while I've been out on my mission, my family actually moved to Arizona in a surprising place in the Phoenix area. And my career path, I really want to go into medicine. I'd love to be a doctor, specifically an anesthesiologist. Um, I love that concept of being able to heal people and help them. And my hobbies, I love to cook. Um, Cooking is one of my favorite hobbies, and, and it's a passion for me for sure. And... 
I love martial arts. Before the mission, I did some boxing and a little bit of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And those were also things that I'd love to go back to when I get home. And I love music. I love playing instruments and all kinds of things like that. And I, I hope to continue to do that after the mission as well. But how about you, Elder Christopherson? What, what are some of your hobbies, uh, career paths? Uh, where are you from? Well, let's see. Um, I'm from a town called Lehigh, Utah. Um, for those of you who don't know where that is, which I've noticed is quite a bit of people, it's in between Provo and Salt Lake City. It's just kind of on the little course, a little side skirt from okay. the freeway. And let's see, in high school I kind of got into doing like broadcasting or TV and film. Um, I commentated for the football games at our high school, which was very fun. Oh, wow. Yeah, I used to play football, and I was a nerd who knew the lingo, so they threw me up there. So, <laughs> um, And let's see here. And I've just always had like a little knack for it, because when I was a kid, I watched way too much TV and played video games and watched movies. <laughs> so I just started getting like all these little voices from watching shows and stuff, trying to copy what they were saying, because I thought they were funny. And apparently I learned that not a lot of people can do impressions. So I just started keeping work at it, and I can do well over a thousand of them. Is and there, are there any impressions you'd like to share with us right now? Uh, not right now. I, okay. I did not prepare that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, after my mission, I'm thinking of going into something like uh, TV, like newscasting or sports commentating. Or even like voice acting or radio work or something like that, just to kind of get that um, career started. I really want to use my voice after my mission. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. And to be completely honest, like some days I, like, like these days, for instance, right now we are on week three. Plus, week three and a half, I guess, of this quarantine. And it has been brutal. We're stuck in our apartment, want to strangle each other some days. <laughs> it's pretty rough, yeah. Um, and we can't visit any of our members or visit any of our friends that we're teaching, which is really unfortunate. We only get to communicate through video calls, and sometimes they don't even answer their phones because of so many different spam calls and all that. Yeah. But we're not going to go too far to that. Um, if anything, I think right now we could just use some uh, inspiring scriptures and me and elder pew have pulled up some of our favorites well two one of our favorites each yeah so if you want go ahead elder pew the floor is yours absolutely one of my favorite scriptures if not the favorite scripture is isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 found in the old testament it's my favorite because it really speaks to me about the character of god and his love for his children i actually love it so much i memorized it and it says, Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. And just that first phrase, let us reason together, has been a huge testament to me about God's love. And it's like a parent wanting to reason with their child. Uh, because we're all God's children. We're all God's sons and daughters and I believe that but how about you Elder Christopherson what, what's your favorite scripture well one of my favorite scriptures um, unlike Elder Pew I do not have it memorized so 
It's a short and sweet and simple scripture. It is found in Matthew uh, chapter 5, verse 9. And it is, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. And it, it's a very straightforward message. And I like this one particularly because um, back home I was considered the peacemaker of my family. Uh, yeah. Lots of chaotic siblings running around fighting, all that kind of stuff. Um, for those listeners who have siblings, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but no, my mom always loved me having a like being around because I just brought this calming energy that kind of, you know, toned it down a little bit. Didn't take it away sometimes, but it just toned it down to a level where it was tolerable. And right. I think right now they could really use a peacemaker to kind of make their lives a little bit easier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Absolutely. I'm coming home. <laughs> Not for a while, but I'll be there soon. <laughs> no, absolutely. I think, I think we could all use a little bit more peace in our lives, and mm-hmm. especially with our families. I think... Families are something that are always the center of our lives, it seems like, as members of the church. I think families are are the most important thing to God as well. Mm-hmm. And we, we take uh, families as a very high priority. And I think that's def- it's definitely one of my favorite principles of the gospel and principles of this church. This is Christ's church and and this restored gospel is something that has really blessed my life. When I was, uh, just like a little background on, on how I came to, to know the church is true. When I was young, I hoped that God existed, but I wasn't sure. But in the scriptures it says, if you hope for something, hope begets faith. And faith begets miracles. And so having a spiritual manifestation of what is true is something that I received from that hope and from that faith. And I think I touched on it a little bit in the last podcast that we had about how I came to know the Book of Mormon is true and how someone invited me to read it. And so I read it and I gained a strong testimony that the Book of Mormon is true, that Jesus is the Christ, the Savior and Redeemer, and that God loves me. And then after that, I actually went inactive from the church. <laughs> uh, life just happened, you know, and, and I, actually, yeah. at the time, I didn't think going to church was that important. But okay. I did come back a few years later, and I decided to go full in. I decided that I knew the church is true. I knew the Book of Mormon is true, and I decided I'm going to give my all to God. Good choice. And I know, right? Um, it's definitely blessed my life. I've received a lot of happiness from it, and... And eventually, I decided to go on a mission. I came out on a mission, and here I am. It's been one of the hardest experiences of my life, but one of the most fulfilling experiences. I wouldn't trade it for anything. This has been one of the greatest blessings of my life, to be able to share the gospel with others. And the amount of change and the closeness that I felt with God is worth more than anything. And I can say that I know that this gospel this gospel of Jesus Christ has been restored to the earth. And that restored gospel is what gives me so much happiness, so much faith and hope, and, and that knowledge of my Redeemer is, is again, it's, it's worth more than anything. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately for me, um, I do not have the same experiences as you. Which, I mean, depending on perspective, is either good or bad. Or, in this case, it's neither. 
um, it's just a different perspective. Um, I've always grown up in the church, so I've always been around members and I've never had like a faith like question or anything like that. But I've noticed like sometimes in our church, there's like this philosophy where we are expected of like such high standards. And if we don't meet those standards, we're bad. That's, that's completely false, but it's just like the crippling guilt of, oh no, I've messed up. How, 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 how do I recover from this? And there was a time where I felt like that. And it was rough. And it even made me question, like, when I was younger, I wanted to go on a mission. But it made me question if I wanted to go on a mission still. And it wasn't until I was still, like, filling out the paperwork and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I'm still kind of on the fence, like, eh, I'm not sure if I want to go on a mission. Uh, we'll see how things play out. And <laughs> it wasn't until I was standing up at the pulpit giving my farewell talk. Farewell talk means that... Um, when a missionary is leaving for their mission, they're giving like one last uh, goodbye to their entire ward and some of their friends to go off on their mission. And it was like, it was bone chilling for me. I was up there, um, had my little script in hand, kind of shaking, very shaky smile, all that kind of stuff. And I'm going through my script, skipping over some lines because I'm freaking out. And then it got to a certain part where I could just talk. And I remember it was a memory that I had of the first time I came here to San Francisco, the first and only time before. And it was just because me and my family were passing through and we were like, hey, let's go see the church that your parents were sealed in. And I was like, oh, okay. And we went into the visitor center and we looked at the view over uh, San Francisco and Oakland and it was stunning. It was remarkable. It was nothing like I've ever seen before. But then as soon as we left, it was starting to get darker and the lights for the temple, it didn't snap, clicked on. And it was stunning. It, it was the most, one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. And it just made me think to myself that no matter what the world will be tempting you with, whatever enticements may seem like they're good and um, beautiful, Everything compared to what God has in store for us is nothing. Like, the beauty of the temple was far more elegant than anything that the world could present to me. And at that moment, my heart knew that this was like a solid testimony for me. And it helped me realize that you're ready to serve a mission. All that doubt that you had, it's gone. And I came out here. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done, but I'll fully agree with you. It's probably paying off. It's it's a lot more effective than if I stayed home. Absolutely. And thank you for that. That was, that was a wonderful, wonderful experience that you, you had. And I appreciate it. Um, you know, the gospel has, has blessed more lives than I can count including ours. And the closeness that we feel with God is something that everyone can feel. I myself can bear a solemn testimony that I know these things are true. I know that God loves us, each of us as individuals. We, each of us as individuals, are the center of God's focus. 
He knows us. He's known us since the pre-mortal life. And he knows us now and what we're going through, just like Elder Christopherson said. He loves us. And I know that the gospel that we, we have is something that can bless our lives and bring us closer to God. Remarkable. Thank you. And I would like to also bear my testimony that I know that all these things which we have told you are true. These experiences, these miracles that we've seen in our lives where God has touched us and guided us and has helped us along our way. And I can bear my witness that I know that the writings of the Book of Mormon are also true and that the prophets that God has called to lead us in these latter days are good, honest men that have been called by God. They love us. God loves us. He knows how we feel. He's outstretching his hand towards you and all you have to do is reach out and grab his. He knows all the pain that you feel and he loves you. And we all invite, and we invite all people everywhere to come unto Christ and be re reconciled to God and find lasting peace and joy and fulfillment in this life through the Savior and his restored gospel. And we say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, that's it for our P-Day podcast. Thank you all for listening in, and may you all come closer to your loving Heavenly Father. This is Elder Pugh. And this is Elder Christofferson. And we are signing off. Till next time. Goodbye, everyone. Be safe out there. Stay healthy.